Hello there, listeners. This is your host, M-Dog, here to bring you up to speed on what has been a very large scandal here in the USA. This is the first episode on my page, so please listen along and subscribe for more true crime stories just like this one. You may have heard of the guy we are talking about today. His name is Larry Nasser. He was a former doctor at Michigan State University, and then he went on to be the Olympic gymnastics doctor for 18 years. He studied osteopathic medicine and performed osteopathic manipulation, which is where the doctor uses his hands to move the muscles and joints with techniques like stretching, gentle pressure, and resistance. The only problem was he was not doing that. He was instead molesting young gymnasts while saying he was performing these special treatments on them. He would penetrate the patient's private areas with his bare hands. He also touched some of his patient's breasts and was sexually aroused during at least one of their treatments, said three women. Being at Michigan State and then being at the Olympic doctor gave him access to hundreds of young girls and young women. So he was able to sexually assault and rape hundreds throughout his life as a doctor. This case came to life when the Indianapolis Star published a piece on USA Gymnastics mishandling of allegations of sexual abuse by coaches in the fall of 2016. So that all started it. It made everyone realize what was going on, and it made all the victims kind of like come up. But there had been complaints on Larry Nasser that date all the way back to the 1990s, which is honestly insane that nothing came to light before now. I still can't wrap my head around it, but in February 2017, three former gymnasts gave an interview on 60 Minutes in which they said that Nasser had sexually abused them, which is another one that started it all, and it just really made this whole thing real. They also said that the emotionally abusive environment at the Nationals team's training camp that was held at Crowley Ranch gave Nasser the opportunity to take advantage of the gymnasts and made them afraid to speak up about the abuse. One of the first women to publicly accuse Nasser of the abuse said in court in May 2017 that Nasser sexually abused her on five of her doctor's visits in 2000 when she was only 15 years old. Michaela Maroney was also a victim and came out by using the hashtag MeToo on Twitter and said that Nasser repeatedly molested her from 2008 when she was only 13 years old to when she was 16 and retired from the sport. She went on to tell her story to the FBI in the summer of 2015, but they did not report her abuse at that time. Instead, the FBI decided to wait 17 months and made false claims about what she did say when they decided to come forward and report her abuse. Allie Raisman also went on to say that she was also a victim when she was only 15 years old.
In the months that followed the article being published, more than 140 survivors of his sexual abuse came forward, such as the prominent Olympic medal winning Simone Biles, and they all shared their stories about what happened to them and filed lawsuits against Larry Nassar and the institutions that they said enabled him for so long. Nasser was sentenced to 60 years in federal prison on December 7, 2017, after pleading guilty to child pornography and tampering with evidence charges on July 11, 2017. Then, on January 24, 2018, Nasser was sentenced to an additional 40 to 175 years in Michigan State Prison after pleading guilty in Ingham County to seven counts of sexual assault of minors. On February 5, 2018, he was sentenced to an additional 40 to 125 years in Michigan State Prison after pleading guilty to an additional three counts of sexual assault in Eaton County. And the Eaton County sentence will run at the same time as the Ingham County sentence will. With all this being said, he's definitely going to be spending the rest of his life in prison. Which is where But anyways, 156 women testified to the abuse they had from the so-called trusted medical professional Larry Nasser. Simone Biles even went on to say in court that she blames the entire system as well as Nasser for letting this happen to so many girls. There were a lot of errors in this investigation throughout the entire thing. Some of the errors were minor. Some of them were a lot larger, like lying. Obviously, FBI agents, any agents, should not lie. But first off, they did not interview victims in a timely manner at all. They falsified Michaela Maroney's statement she gave to the FBI, which is obviously not allowed because they're not supposed to lie, the FBI's Indianapolis field office failed to notify other FBI offices or state or local authorities of these alleged victims. The inspector general's report said that Jay Abbott, who was in charge of the Indianapolis field office, instructed the FBI to release a false statement to reporters in early 2017 saying that his office had expeditiously responded to the alleged Nassar victims, which they obviously did not, as I said earlier, that they did not interview victims in a timely manner whatsoever. Reporters questioned why the FBI failed to act from July 2015 when the U.S. gymnast first brought this to the attention of Abbott's office to September 2016, when Michigan State University searched Nasser's home. Now that you guys know a little bit about this case, I'm just going to give you some more background info on it and what 
are some of the things that happened to some of these girls and just what went on to keep this so secretive for the whole time. Some of the things I learned from all the research that I did on this was that whenever they would go to these training camps that they had for USAG girls, Larry would be there. And Larry would be there to work on the girls, supposedly. And they made it mandatory that every single girl at the camp had to go to Larry seven days a week, once a day. And even if they weren't injured, they had to go. They had to go get work done on them. And Larry got to pick the lineup of the girls. So he got to pick who went first, who went last. Obviously, the last girl he was going to be spending the most time with. So we all know what he was doing when he was spending the most time with that girl. He was sexually assaulting her. And in one of my articles, it said that. And I just, I can't believe that the people at this training camp, they knew what was going on because they had been getting complaints on it since 1990s when Larry first started abusing his these people and it's just crazy to believe that these people that had kids of their own were letting this happen to young girls even though Nassar got life in prison the victims are also going to have to live with this for the rest of their life Michigan State University agreed to pay 500 million to the 332 alleged victims of Nassar's, which is the largest amount of money in history settled by a university for sexual abuse case. There's so much more to be said about this case, but I'm going to stop here so I don't keep you guys for too long. But honestly, go on Netflix, watch the documentary about this case. Until next week, guys.